Welcome. You've reached the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. The Brothers Journey is where we connect brother to brother, seeking wisdom and knowledge on our way to building understanding. Join the journey with Brother Steve. We will have real discussions and thought-provoking interviews on a wide range of topics for the purpose of creating a winning strategy. Together, we will work to sharpen our vision and encourage action for our kingdom assignment. Now, let's get it. Welcome, brothers, to show number three of the Brothers Journey Show. I hope you've enjoyed the first two episodes and are now ready to keep this thing rocking. As always, we start by giving honor. We give honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to my loving wife, Rita, to my family members, and most of all, brothers, we giving honor to you and thanking you for your time and attention. So the show topic for today is the power of the sevens. Now, what, what do I mean by the power of the sevens and why have I chosen seven steps for next level living? Those are some answers we're going to get to here in a sec. For numerologists, you know, those people who believe in a divine relationship between numbers and significant events, seven is a divine number. And, uh, uh, you know, it really was worked out kind of a uh, magical or mystical or whatever the way it comes about. But honestly, you know, I'm, I'm not really that deep as it comes to, you know, the mystical meaning of seven and, and all of that. But it just worked out that, you know, seven steps was what I came up with. And that's what we're rocking with right now. But seven is a number of completeness and perfection, you know, both in a, in a physical sense as well as in a, in a spiritual sense, which, you know, derives its meaning from, you know, being tied directly to the creation of, of, all, of all things. You know, God created the earth in seven days, created the world in seven days. So a lot of things, you know, evolve around the number seven. For sake of understanding, we're discussing the concept of the book. Uh, the Seven Steps for Next Level Living Kingdom Advancement, which is our roadmap for the brother's journey. So during the process of writing this book, you know, I, I got some inspiration to do a, a lot of different things. And, I, you know, I started with the vision of a staircase, but then the seven steps came about, um, and then it just kind of evolved from there. And I think I mentioned before about how the, the each one of the steps, the spirit, the seed, and all of that kind of all start with S's. So there was some divine revelation there. But, you know, once you get put it all, once it was all put together, you know, things definitely worked out. I want you to understand that, you know, I'm not saying that there's seven things that you need to do or not do, um, you know, to have this magical, you know, success. But I think that putting in the different compartments, you know, seven is a, the number of compartments that I came up with. You know, but with anything in life, you know, the seven steps uh, for next level living, um, the seven steps can be looked at from many different angles. You can apply it to seven areas or in some cases it may only take you two or three um, steps, if you will, to get there. But seven is what we're doing. And like I said, this is what we're going to rock with. Um, and, and some days you may have to, you know, go to seven steps. You may go stay on step one because it's something that you got to really be deep in prayer about. Or you may find yourself on step four saying and selling and having to kind of convince yourself or convince your customers about something. So it's one of those things that kind of go in with the flow. But if you touch them all at least once, I think you'll have a you, you, you'll be on a better journey. 
So I don't think I have to tell you that, you know, life is warfare. You know, we, we have to have a, a plan of a battle to know that, you know, when you step out of your door, well, sometimes you don't even have to step out of your door. You know, things will come at you that kind of puts you in a not so much in a posture of a fight, but in, in definitely in a battle because you're, you're, you know, it's coming at you and you're being attacked. So we all know that the enemy is coming, you know, with, with a plan to kill, steal, and destroy all of those things or any of those things that are important to you. You know, I remember one time, and, and I can honestly tell you there were many, many times, but this one particular time, you know, we thought our life was going along well, and all of a sudden, bam, you know, trouble came out of nowhere. And for the next few weeks, months, years, we had to deal with, you know, the consequences of some bad decisions. But by the grace of God, we got through it. You know, but one thing I learned during that battle is that, you know, you, you got to have a good defense. You know, when it's come, when the time is right, you know, you, you're on defense. But when the time is right, you got to know you got to come out swinging and attack it. You know, there will be a time, there should be a time when you decide, you know, I'm not going to take this laying down. I'm going to get up and do it. So, you know, if you ever got punched like I did, you know, it'd make you wonder and understand when you hear someone cry out, Lord, have mercy. But speaking of getting punched, you know, have you ever had a fight? Have you ever had the fight knocked out of you? I can remember one time I was playing football. I must have been in my teen years. Um, we were going really going at it that day, you know. Everybody was really hitting hard and just, you know, we played tackle football back in the country. So I was running the ball, and, and I stiffed on the guy. And, you know, I did one of those, you know, one of the ones where you just kind of shove him into the ground. And he hit the ground pretty hard and got a face full of dirt, and everybody laughed. And, you know, if we'd have had cell phones back in the day, I probably would have got a million views. Well, you know, a few plays later, I think I might have scored a touchdown or whatever. They got the ball. And so they, he was, he was, you know, getting over. He was mad. And so they, they set me up, you know, they, when they handed the ball off, to the biggest guy on their team, he came up the came up the middle, and I was right there. I was gonna get ready to take him down, and when I tell you, he ran back, and this n word hit me in my eye, and it truly knocked the fight out of me. When I got up, you know, and finally was able to focus with my other eye, all I could think of was just getting up, you know, and and just getting home. So I, I didn't even, you know, I didn't have an idea of how I could get him back at that time. You know, all I'll say is that, you know, he won that round and, you know, knocked the fight right out of me that day. But as they say, you know, revenge is a, is a dish served best cold. So I did get my revenge sometime later. Well, I just wanted to share that with you. You know, sometimes you get hit with a good shot and it knocks you out, but, you know, knocks you down. But, you know, you know, you're not always out. So you have to find the strength to get up, dust yourself off, you know, make it home and regroup and plot your journey to recovery. You know, revenge, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, but sometimes you got, you got to do what you got to do. In my case, you know, my, my recovery, the first thing I had to do was, first course, go home and, you know, my mama see it and we got to go to the emergency room and they got to give me some stuff for the eye swelling. And because, I mean, he was probably, I don't know, maybe 150 pounds. I don't know. You know, I probably was. 12, well, maybe in my teen years, so when he was the exact same age, because we actually grew up to be best friends, he's the best man in my wedding and all of that, so, you know, he, he I, took a, I took a straight jab to the eye, but when I tell you that, you know, we, we know we don't fight against flesh and blood, and, and I never really understood that, but a lot of times we do some stupid things, but fortunately, back in that day, that 
action didn't cause or us to react out of the anger and out of the hurt and everything to where we make some life-changing um, decisions. You know, we fought it out and it was done and, you know, we eventually got ourselves back on track. And, you know, we like I said, we, become, we became best friends until the day he, he passed on. But, you know, maturity will help you realize the concept of the battle. Which is which is really difficult to comprehend while you deep in, in in the warfare. You know you're you're out here swinging and and fighting for your life, but you know there's things that you at some point you got to stop and and try to get a, a a fresh perspective as to what's really going on. So you know you'll you'll experience it. You know, and you get to that crossroad moment, you have to be able to make a rational decision. You know, as much as I wanted to try to get up and 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 fight. I was at a disadvantage, so I had to I had to be humble enough to, to to lose that round, but know that you know I'll just definitely there I say live to, to fight another day. But the young men today they don't they usually don't get that opportunity. It's it's one and you know it's a situation, and the next thing you know here comes the hardware, and and it's all over. You know they're shooting and they're getting shot, and it's 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 over. You know they kill this one, and that one is going to prison for the rest of his life. So. Those are some life-changing events that you really, really, really got to stop and think about. But, you know, we learn along the way that God is always trying to teach us something. You know, we'll fall into various traps and, you know, the decisions that we make, you know, there's lessons that we need to learn. Um, and so you, 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 how many times have you asked God, why? Why did you allow me to do this? You know, why did you let him or why did you let her do that? Again, maturity will teach you that, you know, you, you need to understand a couple of things. And one thing that helps you try to get begin to get it back in focus is Jeremiah 29 and 11. For it says, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. So when you really start trying to unpack that scripture, you know, and the whole idea that God is, you know, telling the prophet Jeremiah to tell the people that there's a plan for this. This is not for disaster. You know, it's to give you, it's to give you a future and hope. So, you know, why, why did I get punched in the eye and had to spend, you know, an evening in the hospital and, you know, go around for, I don't know how long with this big black scar on my face. I don't know, but it was one of those things that, you know, the lesson was, you know, you're playing football and, you know, if you're out there, you're in it, you, you got to be able to handle what's going to happen. So, you know, and he had to, you know, my, my friend had to um, walk around on eggshells because I did tell him I'm going to get you, you know, and he was like, oh, come get me now. And I kept walking. But when I finally popped him upside the head, he know he knew why. And we did wrestle out, you know, that evening. But, you know, when it's all said and done, like I said, we we got through it without any major issues. <clears throat> but that verse um, definitely, like I said, when you start to unpack that, you know, the first thing that really jumps off the, uh, um, to me is to know that he does have a plan for you. You know, so just to know and understand that you're in God's plan should bring you a great level of peace. So, and if you currently don't see yourself in this plan and you have doubts and fears and, you know, you're making excuses of, of why you can't do certain things or why certain things happen to you or why do I feel like I'm always on the bottom, just know that it, it is a plan. And also understand and, and be encouraged that failure is, is really only mis misdirected success. You know, the great Nelson Mandela you know, said it like, you know, I never lose, either I win or I learn. So in that particular situation, you know, you, you whatever that situation is, the outcome should be either you win 
or you learn, you know, a loss, you know, you, you'll take an L if it's in a sporting event, but that's okay because you learn that, that you can't underestimate that team or, you you know, you didn't prepare well enough or whatever the case may be, you know, but, the, but that powerful quote does put it in the proper perspective of your mindset as you go into all of these different encounters. So I believe just doing the, the seven things, let's get back to the power of the sevens or working the sevens. You know, we discussed the, the uh, seven mountains of the kingdom, you know, so we have to learn how to take the seven steps and, and work on the seven mountains. You know, the whole key or the whole goal is domination. You know, he gave us dominion, you know, in the garden. So we, we know that it was his plan for us to dominate so we have to really really use all of the tools you know jesus is a tool and the holy spirit is a tool to guide us through these things so you know you have to ask seek and knock for what it is that you're trying to accomplish on either one of those seven mountains the more i learn about god and his awesomeness you know many things happen one of the, one things happen is you learn the more you know or the more you don't know then you learn the more you want to know and then you learn the more work it's going to take for you to get to that level of knowledge, to be able to understand it, and then more importantly, share what you learn with someone else through the revelation that you get. I think that's one of the things about reading the Word is that, you know, I can read it, you can read it, we get two different interpretations, and until we really go in and unpack, you know, who's talking, who they're talking to, and at that time, what was going on in the society that really kind of unpacks the relevance of whatever that particular scripture. You know, you had you had a lost society, and they were complaining, you know, and Jeremiah had to tell them that, you know, God has a plan for you. You know, don't, don't think that, you know, all of this is happening to you. It's for your doom, you know, it's really for your, for your prosperity and for you to be a better person and to have hope that as you're going through those things, you know, that, that yes, you, you're going through right now, and, you know, the whole thing about no weapon forming, you know, but it, 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 it didn't say that it wouldn't prosper. He didn't say that it would not form. He said it would not prosper. So things come up against you that really challenge you and you just have to be mindful to, to kind of stick through it. But back to the kingdom mindset, you know, I think we all need to work at being mindful or being knowledgeable about so many different things. You know, when I started, I said the podcast was uh, one of the purposes was to help go through this misinformation. So the more you know for yourself, you can't be derailed by someone coming in, you know, trying to tell you, you know, something that you know and or what did someone trying to tell you what you believe. You put in the work, you studied, you gone, you seek, you sought for yourself, you know, you asked you, you did all of the things you need to do, and now you know. So now when someone comes at comes at you from the left or the right or whatever, if you're in the middle, you know, like no, I, I understand what you're saying, but this. You know, so some people are, are very versed in their art of persuasion, and the only thing is you having your mind made up that's going to keep them from swaying you one way or the other. So one of the best things you can do along your journey is, you know, just to learn something every day. You know, each day, just be, like I said before, to be in a state of, of learning, to be a lifelong learner, to be just able to, hey, you know, sit down and, you know, I'm flicking through the TV and, you know, I watch the History Channel or some of those shows that do some, you know, documentaries on different things. So just to be uh, familiar about how things work, you know, watching space shows and, and learning some scientific things, not taking it for fact, but just taking it as another opinion. So just being in a, in a state of, of constant um, 
education, constant renewal, constant development is one of the ways to definitely to make it to the next level. And and learning about God is one of the one of the best ways you can prepare for your life's journey because you're gonna hit some things, you're gonna encounter some things that knowing how he operates will help you get through those things. And I can remember when Rita and I um, you know, we accepted our call and went forward in ministry, you know, people were so stuck in what that meant. You know, I can remember countless times, you know, where your church at? When are you going to start preaching? And all of this is like, no, that's not what we do. You know, we're all called to minister, you know, as, as I, I mentioned before in the Second Thessalonian thing where, you know, if you don't work, if you don't minister, which is not necessarily preaching, is serving a need, is helping your brother and your sister, you know, then you have to Understand that, you know, you too have a ministry and you need to be about about doing that, not afraid to share it again, knowing what what the word says and how to encourage someone. And sometimes it's not really about using the word of God, but it's really about just encouraging that individual to, you know, to, to stand up and and move forward through whatever situation they find themselves in. You know, so the podcast and the book and all of those things um, they're, they're tools that, that, are, that are being used for me to share some information with you and, and we will get into a dialogue, you know, when we start having the live interviews and things of that nature. But I just really wanted to pass on some information, you know, and, and we're going to, you know, transition into the marketplace. It's where, you know, the, the, the real work starts because we are having to go out into the marketplace, whether you're working from home or on a job or you're an entrepreneur or you're in school or wherever you are, you know, our lives are entwined with the marketplace, especially when we start talking about the seven mountains. So, you know, just really just stay tuned and we're going to dive deeper into that as we move forward on our journey. As you recall from the previous episode, I mentioned that we would, you know, refer back to Dr. Monroe's explanation of the kingdom, which I'll read for you again um, about the kingdom. He wrote, a kingdom is a sovereign, which is an independent and supreme rulership and governing influence of a king over his territory, impacting it with his will, his intent, and his purpose, manifesting a culture and society reflecting the king's nature, values, and morals. A kingdom is a governing impact of a king's will over a territory or domain, his influence over a people and a government led by a king. So, as you work the sevens, the seven steps for next level journey into the seven mountains, you need to keep that in mind. You know, the character, the attributes that you must carry as you move throughout your daily journey into the mountain that you are called to or the mountains that you are called to. So this is where that, that work comes in. You know, if you're going into here and you want to dominate the art and entertainment mountain, which is full of so many different traps, you really, really need to be covered and understand your purpose for that. You know, it's, it's, it's set up so, so crazy, and we know who dominates, who's the prince of the air. So as you, in, as you invade those mountains and start shifting some things, you know, be ready for that warfare. And you have to know the king, his will, intent, and purpose, and be sure to reflect his nature, values, and morals. So that's a job that, you know, you're going in and, you know, your money is tied to some, some decisions that you make or some products that you would want to sell or some things that may cause you to, to compromise who you are, may cause you to compromise your values or, or do something that's immoral. So you have to understand going in, how far am I willing to go? What sacrifices am I willing to make? 
all for the sake of, you know, that almighty dollar. You know, so you really need to be mindful of that. So as you work the sevens, you know, your goal for the seven steps will teach you along the way or help you along the way when it comes time to make some of those decisions. And so and also with the seven steps, you know, you have to consider the workflow of your day. You know, if you're working a regular, you know, nine to five, you know, you get up in the morning and what's your morning like? You have to you know, jump up and, and rush to get the kids out to school? Do you have time to stop and, and reflect on yourself and meditate and get yourself together? Or if you work a second shift job, okay, you might have some time in the morning, you know, to get some things done and you got priorities you got to get done because you don't have a so-called evening, you know, you get off late and you sleep through the night and you got a lot of different things. And then for the entrepreneurs, we know it's it's like 24-7. You always seem to be working because it's always something to do, especially if you are the owner of the business. So the book in the Brother's Journey Show suggests that we focus on the seven steps that will take you or on a regular basis, some steps that may help you, you know, that you may have to take multiple times a day. Again, those steps are step one, spiritual Step two, seed. Step three, structure. Step four, selling. Step five, security. Step six, survival. Step seven, success. So, for example, like I said earlier, each day, you know, you may, you know, step one, okay, spiritual, what's going on in my spirit? You know, am I at peace when I wake up? You know, I, I prayed for my children and, you know, prayed to traveling grace for my family when they go off to work or school or whatever the case may be. I've done all that. I checkmarked in and hopped in the car and I'm on my way. You know, and my seed, I, I've looked at it. You know, my, my, my natural seed is in my children. Where are they? Are they doing what they're supposed to do? And, and then I looked at my seed, my money. Okay, what's going on? You know, do I, do I have to check my bank account? Do I get paid today? Do we have enough? What's going on with that? And then, you know, we can go deeper and deeper into each step. You know, but you kind of get the drift because I, I know I've been driving those seven steps and seven areas for the past three episodes. And we're going to break those down, really get starting on, on the next episode. So we definitely will will get deeper into that as we move forward. So I just want you to understand that, you know, there's there's more coming. And so by developing a system that works for you, you know, the goal is that, you know, you, you have peace about your journey and you'll be looking forward to it and you, you'll, you'll learn the value of it and you won't let nothing steal your peace. So just find a system that works for you. If you if you want to rock with the seven steps, let's do it. Well, brothers, I'm, I'm going to bring this episode three to a close. Um, I hope something was said that kind of inspired you. I, I feel that, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to find my way here, my sweet spot, my comfort rhythm, my comfort zone. I want to give you enough information, but I want, I don't want to overload you. So, you know, once, once I get into my groove, I, I think we'll, we'll definitely understand and we'll, we'll get somewhere to where, you, you know, you're, you're, excited and just as excited as I am because I have to calm myself down so just as excited as I am to to be a part of the Brothers Journey show and and stay tuned for the next episodes which the next episode will be we're starting out with the steps to the to the book or steps to the journey so our next episode is step one it's our spiritual step and we're going to just start looking at that question of who are you so until next time as I said before And I'll say it again, you know, I encourage you to stay tuned to yourself, your loved ones, and especially God. So until next time, peace. Thank you for listening to the Brothers Journey Show with your host and navigator, Brother Steve. 
I hope you were inspired and encouraged to put in the work for next level living. Stay tuned for the next episode where we will continue the journey. Tell your homeboys to join the journey to the next level. Until next time, peace, love, and blessings. Brother Steve.